You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From the creators of Wagertainment. We bring you none of the hot take BS. We bring you best. We bring you sports. I don't care about bragging rights. It just introduces more volatility into the equation. I don't care about victory laps. Stop it. Please stop it. <laughs> Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every Every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Oh, yes, indeed it is. You Better You Bet. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, you here with us today on the BetQL Network. Every game here, Game 7, none of the hot take BS on this show. We bring you the bets, and we bring you the sports. And we're coming to you live today from the usual spots, the Odyssey app, the BetQL app. Simulcast by our friends at Stadium from 4 to 6 Eastern. We're on YouTube at youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports and on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash BetQL. And you can hear us on radio stations nationwide, including our friends listening right now on Satellite Radio on Sirius 160 and XM 205. As Ken and I are here, we're bringing you the wagertainment. We're talking all things sports betting. And there's a lot to talk about, a lot of different sports to talk about, and we absolutely love it. The show presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people at BetMGM. We want you to download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com and do so on a T3. Three words that start with the letter T. Even though it's not really like a, there's like nothing going on in football, which is lame because there's usually so much juicy news coming out of the combine. There's been nothing for like 36 hours in the NFL, but still, since we'll do a buckets later in the show, we will call it a tremendous football Thursday. On this, a made-up day, February 29th, leap year in the year of our Lord, 2024. The show on Twitter at You Better You Bet. I'm on Twitter and the gram at the Costos. And Ken Barkley, your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper. He actually gave me, we were both on X last night, celebrating lots of wins. Oh, uh, yeah. Ken on, on X at Lockie Lockerson. And on this tremendous football Thursday, we will bring you two tremendous guests. Our friend Rick Campbell joined the show from 4 for 4 in Betspurts. And we normally talk NBA with Rick. Rick really in the weeds in the best way on the association. And we will do that today with Rick. But we'll also get set for the race in Bahrain this weekend. That's right. Formula One returns to our lives. I'm almost done with uh, with the season of Drive to Survive. Normally what happens is I'm fired up for like the first like three, four weeks of racing. And Max Verstappen wins every race. And then I kind of like check out. And then I'm back for Drive to Survive the following winter. But practice sessions today? We might actually get some intrigue in the races early this season and moving forward here. I think there might be some bets, Ken, that we could place for tomorrow in the practice sessions right now from BetMGM. I think you and I should talk about that coming up before we bring Rick Camp onto the show. Rick Camp will join us talking F1 and NBA. And our second tremendous guest today on You Better You Bet will be one of our crew members. He's loosening up the arm right now. 
It is our friend, Jake the Snake Hassan. We know that there are a lot of people out there, they love baseball. You love baseball all year round. I can't say I'm one of those people, honestly. I'll be into it when the season starts. But there are people that love baseball all year round, and we will service you, the baseball fan. Jake Hassan will join us for a couple segments later in the show, and we will talk World Series. We'll talk Jake's early thoughts on award markets in Major League Baseball, getting you and us set to bet the upcoming Major League Baseball season. Jake the Snake will join us coming up a little later in the show. Plus, badass basketball betting breakdown from last night. We will review what was just up and an exemplary night for the crew here for the show. Just uh, I would do like my best Trump impersonation. I feel like I do a bad one. A lot of winning, so much winning, so much winning last night. It was uh, it was really awesome. So we'll go through the NBA. We'll go through college hoops, and I will ask this question. And I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud. Should we be considering a bet on Rick Barnes in Tennessee? to make the final four win the national championship. If like if they if this Dalton Connect is like Michael Jordan at the college level right now, should we be thinking more about Rick Barnes and Tennessee? Well, maybe the answer is no. We'll talk about that coming up in a little bit. We will also talk NFL Defensive Player of the Year. It's the one award market we haven't hit yet that's open in the National Football League. Do, do we think Miles Garrett's going to go back-to-back? He's not the favorite. Micah Parsons going to win his first Defensive Player of the Year. We will talk some NFL DPOY, and we'll get rolling with eight buckets. We'll uh, continue on in the AFC with the Cleveland Browns, the last team in the AFC North. And then we'll move to the AFC South, where the Jacksonville Jaguars... A lot of interesting comments this week from head coach Doug Peterson about Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, who's going to call the plays this year on offense for Jacksonville. That's up in the air. Will it be Peterson or Press Taylor? Are they going to bring stud pass rusher Josh Allen back, who's one of the favorites to win defensive player of the year? Jacksonville among the interesting teams today that we will hit in the AFC South. In eight buckets, power hour, final hour, of course, all our bets for tonight. And because I fly to Florida tomorrow morning and I'm off, it'll be Ken and the Glass Man tomorrow, I'm going to give you, Ken Barkley, and you, our audience, at least three, maybe four, Saturday spots. Games that I'm looking to bet on the Saturday slate for college basketball. I don't, we don't know what the lines are, obviously, yet, but I've got a couple games circled. Teams that I will almost certainly be betting on coming up on a college basketball Saturday. And a couple soccer bets for the weekend as well. So we are locked and loaded here on a tremendous football Thursday on February 29th. The made update. Absolutely love it. Ken Barkley, yeah. um, how's, how's it going? Um, I know your night was awesome last night, as was mine. What a great time to be alive. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> so so much winning as you uh, as you did your Trump impersonation, and I uh, have uh, can't can't bury the lead. Got the first round of the cognizant on going too, so can't forget the cognizant going on right now. And uh, in a your neck of the woods coming up tomorrow. Uh, in the, I like how it's in the Palm Beaches as always. The best part we did that yesterday. I uh, I made a live bet in this tournament like an hour ago, no more, like two oh. hours ago, right before I went to lunch. And Where, I think phone? the guy's still like a pretty big price. This is. <laughs> Where's my phone? Hold on. Why am I gonna? Why am I selling this? Because uh, this guy's not gonna win. But I just, I, uh, you get a, you get a vibe about something. You, sometimes. you could so, sell Jack Nicholas here, and I would bet it. Yeah. Like, I just wanted. I'm, I'm up a lot of well, money. I would like back. to bet something. Jack Nicholas. <laughs> yeah, the Golden Bear, three back. Um, <laughs> so just look like you, you, you got it, Jack. Uh, Golden Bear. Jackie. Jackie. Uh, so I'll start trap. by saying. One of Tyler's with the bear trap, right? This tournament. This is the tournament with the bear trap. Yeah, there's currently showing some really odd-looking geese that are flying all over the course that like look really bizarre, like sort of like something out of like a children's horror book or something. But uh, the uh, one of Tyler's pre-tournament bets, Cam Young, is off to a really, really, really good start. He's like one of the favorites now uh, to win the tournament. He's one back. 
like there was a, a good live betting opportunity on him today, and I I think he's like a great bet. I I when Tyler gave that out yesterday, I I agree. I bet him. Um, great job by Tyler and guy only one back, so hopefully going to have a good sweat for the next couple of days. And a guy who was two back, he was two back two hours ago, and he was eighty to one because I don't think anybody was like, wow, two back, but like, what's this guy going to do? And still two back. And mo- all of the morning people are done. The afternoon people are playing right now, but like, there's doesn't look like the leaderboard's going to shift in a big way. Uh, we're starting the Florida swing. Uh, <laughs> a big, big part of the calendar as we get ready for Augusta. And uh, the golfer that I bet, uh, older golfer, uh, went to college at the University of Florida and uh, and is a, was a, a big deal for a long time and is still starting to like find his form. Hot, cold tournaments, like definitely not back. And uh, I, <laughs> I'm like a firm believer that at some point this year, this narrative arc, huge fall from grace, crying at a press conference, like former like FedEx Cup winner that the arc will return and he will return to the winner's circle and he will win a tournament and like complete this comeback story that has been going on. He's also not a very likable player. So I think I'm the only one rooting for this. Uh, Billy Horschel is two back right now and plays really well at a lot of the Florida courses. Uh, I've kind of been waiting for like, I kind of just thought he was going to win a tournament this year as like part of this redemption story. And, uh, and he's two back and I think he's 50 to one in one place and 40 in another right now. I just bet 40. And uh, he was 80 a couple hours ago. And he's two back, and everybody above him doesn't win tournaments. So including Cam Young, who I like too. But this is like a field of nobodies and a leaderboard of nobodies. And among nobodies, uh, I'll take a nobody that used to be really, really good and I think is going to get back in the winner's circle. So little, uh, we'll give you a little live bet. And hopefully, maybe a sweat for the next few days would be really fun at a, a big, big, big price. Great. I, I bet 40 to 1 just now. So let, yeah. let's sweat this together, man. And, uh, and I'm hoping... And be be cognizant of the fact that he's now back. Yeah, back in the winter circle. Be cognizant of that. Yeah. So I, it's my sincere hope that our listeners and viewers are kind of like maybe like you know I don't know how many you have to like tail us on all the games that we bet. Of course, probably not advisable on like a regular like an everyday basis. I don't tell you uh, on your stuff. You don't tell me on some of my stuff. Which is good because I texted you right, right before the game started that I bet the Kings last night after De'Aaron Fox was declared out. I was like, well, the number's already up to like nine and a half. I think I'm going to bet the Kings. And you were like, great. And I like, halftime, even better. End of the game, what a disaster. <laughs> what an absolute now, train wreck. Got railroaded. Now, to be fair, I... It. I wanted to like. I saw that, and I was like, "Sounds great." And then, like for some reason, yeah. I just like didn't. Like I think it's something yeah. else going on. And like, well, it's just something you said. But I wanted too. to you bet bet a hundred things. Somebody else likes something. Yeah, great. Like, good luck. You know, awesome. Anyway, but that's like that's stuff. like fifty fifty though. Like, if I'm going to bet it or yeah. not, it's not like I'm taking sure. the other side. But like, if if I had thought, about we had it, enough I going on. I it. There was certainly yeah. enough going on. I mean, that was at like eight thirty last night or nine o'clock right before that game started. So that was all the college games at seven were coming to an end. The early NBA, I was sweating. Uh, Pacers-Pelicans ended up being kind of a dicey finish. Got to a three-point game before the Pacers put the game away. I was like, my that was my favorite NBA. I was on the show, like, this is my favorite bet tonight with, you know, alarm bells. And, uh, you know, turned out, okay, we both like the Mavs. So, yeah, there was a lot of stuff early last night. I know you tweeted, though. You, you kind of you, – uh, you took your victory lap because you had, a, like, a, not just a good night, but, like, kind of an all-timer last night in terms of just your level of success, just how many bets, how much how much winning, and uh, not something that happens very often. Yeah, so for anyone out there that's been betting for any amount of time, and if, like, you're a new better and, like, you go, like, 
I went nine and zero last night, which is real. I've also had nights where I've done terribly, right? So it's not like I oh, do yeah. that all the time. Plenty of those. But, um, <laughs> plenty of those, of course. Um, it, it it feels like when you do it the first time, like it's the, it it feels amazing, right? It feels amazing to do it the hundredth time or the twentieth time or the five hundredth time, whatever. It's really great. But um, the more the more you do this, the more you realize. They'd say grounded in the moment and be grateful for what happens, but also like you know that there could be right around the corner like an 0 9 night, like just as easily. Now, you hope that's not the case because I think like a lot of the rationale behind the handicaps was good, especially my St. John's handicap, which was Rick Patino wore a white suit in the last game. So I bet them as a, at a pick em against Butler and they won by 20, which was really great. So it wasn't just that like I went 9 and 0, like which is awesome. Um, I feel like there have been some times where I've had really good days. Football season, you go like, you know, like six and one on an NFL Sunday, which is really awesome, right? But generally, a lot of these games come down to like the very end, and you're on the knife edge in these games. Last night, out of the nine games, I think the only game that was really on the knife edge for me of the nine was the Bulls, because the game went to double overtime. And I was like, sure trying, like just, just please, please lose by like one or two at the end of regulation or the end of overtime. Like, let's not keep doing this, please. They end up winning already. Well, I think they win by like DeRozan went nuclear in overtime and in double overtime, and they ended up winning. And then Alabama looked dicey for like, I would say probably the first 30 minutes of the 40-minute game. They're down a lot of the first half, and then maybe like up by like two or three with like 10 minutes to go and then they really pull away they end up winning by 15 it was it was not just ken that i won because there have been nights where like i've won a lot what nights where i've lost a lot i don't know that i've ever had a night where i won a lot like a lot of bets and like all of them were in blowout fashion like i barely sweat any of these like crate creighton dominated marquette dominated um i guess the pacers were touch and go at the very end i felt good about the mavericks basically the entire game even though they were down at halftime i felt good about that game um so it was really it was one of those where great like not only did i win i wasn't even like I wasn't even sweating a lot of the night. It was like a bizarre experience. It reached the point where I was just like expecting to win all of these bets. I don't know that I've had that before. It's like I've had nights where I've gone like eight and one, seven and two, seven and oh. Like that's happened. I don't know if it's ever happened like this though. So that was pretty unique. It was pretty cool. I was pretty happy about it last night. I'm sure there's like a, hundreds of people listening right now, thousands of people listening there that are like, oh yeah, congratulations, jerk. That wasn't how my night went last night, like, you loser. I got plenty of losing nights to commiserate I, with everybody, so all I mean, I, you know, I, I won a bunch of bets last night, but, I mean, I didn't, like, sweep the board or anything. I didn't, we didn't do this on the show. I, I mentioned I texted you that I added the Kings. Fox got declared out. It got almost up to double digits. I was like, really? Like, everybody thinks Denver's unstoppable right now. Maybe this is a good time to kind of step in front of them. And the answer to that was a big no. Um, God, maybe Denver third quarters are going to be a thing, too, which maybe we can talk about because that was true against the Warriors, too. Uh, and then, but the, the other NBA, like, liked the Pacers the most. Got to a three-point game with a minute left and uh, and ended up pulling that one out. Mavericks, which you talked about. But, like, to just continue this forward, and we can talk about this a little in the next segment, this uh, – I feel like I don't have a philosophy a lot of the time when I like look at a board on any, cause people I think are kind of curious with both of us or with anybody that they listen to or, or watch like, all right. So like you look at a board, uh, you know, spread sides and totals on for that night. Like what's the first thing that you look at or what are you thinking about first when you, when you go through the games, you know, like what, what's, uh, what's like your style, what's your strategy. And I feel like I've changed what mine is like 30 times in the last five years of like, well, this year I'm kind of looking at this stuff and that's what I look at. And then the next year I'll be really interested in something else. And then the next year I'm interested in something else. This uh, it's, we've, we've settled on something kind of fun the, this week as we've, as we've kind of like meandered into, especially college basketball, these, uh, 
these like crazy markets with outrageous line movement one way or another, trying to figure out like what the hell is going on? And then do we want to do anything about it? Not that you want to play all of them or you can if you want to, but just like what what games seem like they're just really wild right now in terms of just not even what I think about the game, just what the market is for the game and focusing on it that way. These have been like tremendously successful this week. It's been really fun. And in college basketball, especially uh, would have swept the board on them last night, except for a really tough luck finish by Auburn, losing by eight against Tennessee, having seven in the game. But Maryland, uh, Northwestern beats Maryland. Uh, South Carolina covers like these. These have been really, really good recently. So like looking forward to honestly, like applying that a lot more going forward. Yeah, we could talk more. about. I love this topic. Talk a little bit more about this on the other side and keep us spinning it forward off of last night. Um, what we learned from last night in the NBA and college hoops, not much going on in the National Hockey League. Only two games. Also, did anyone bet that parlay, the favorites parlay last night? Uh, more coming up next. Nick and Ken on a Thursday. <laughs> Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Our, our girl Beth Owens getting a lot of run this week yeah. on the show. She's killing it. It was a big game. It was Beth Owens and Monica McNutt on the call last night, right? Yes. For the Pacers-Pelicans game? The Pacers-Pelicans game, yeah. And then, uh, I, it's so funny. Why can't I remember? Who who called the Lakers-Clippers game? Why can't I can't remember. remember. I don't remember. I was either. watching uh, candidly. Yes. I was watching. Hash I watched Reddit, Shogun. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wa- I'm saying, I listened yeah, to I the telecast. I was, yeah, just like, it's <laughs> like, who called this game that I watched some of? Um, no, that a highly entertaining game. I don't know about the Pelicans sometimes. I don't find them very entertaining. The Pacers against pretty much everybody is a good time. They're always going to do some fun stuff. That Halliburton play, he had about, I think he had 15 assists last night or something, um, which he always does. Just like, they're just really fun all the time, all year. And the NBA can be kind of a monotonous sport. It's good, it's good that they're around. I want to uh, I want to hit you with something just on the Pacers and Pelicans, and then like we'll spin this forward and we'll talk more about yeah, the sure. market stuff that we got to at the end of the first segment. So I had this, I, and I, I'm off tomorrow, so selfishly I just want to say this because I'm not going to be able to tomorrow on the show. Um, Pacers-Pelicans play tomorrow again, so they're playing yep. a, back to, uh, a back-to-back, a home-and-home, right? So the game will be in New Orleans. I thought, like, New Orleans, the way they kind of, like, clawed back into the game last night was pretty impressive. Like, like got down huge, obviously. And then the Pacers, thankfully for us, because we bet them, pull away late and end up winning and covering the spread. I think I'm going to bet the Pelicans tomorrow night, assuming that, like, every people are playing in the game and it's going to be fairly static injury-wise. So I have that circled for tomorrow, like, to play the Pelicans tomorrow night against the Indiana Pacers. I just wanted, just wanted to say that. That, There's I was a market for that it. game. You want to know what price what you're going to pay already? Uh, Go ahead. I mean, it's the market's. Uh, Can I guess? I think it's going to. I think it's a. Yeah, I think it's assuming pretty good health for New Orleans. But is it like Pelicans? Pelicans like one and a half or two? No, nah, four and a half. Oh, okay. Um, the Pacers like home road is uh, is pretty dramatic, and uh, yeah, I think that's part of how you get there. And the, the Pelicans also, it's, it's tough, right? Because if you use the spread from last night, that's what like, I did. What? 
Yeah, you're yeah. gonna be like, what? But you have to remember that's that's the Pelicans with like a ten out of ten fatigue. Like that's yeah, four that's and five, true. five and seven. That's true. Like now it's like day off home game, which to be fair, like sometimes actually gets overrated. I feel like the first game home after the road trip always seems like it's a really good. You always get a really good price on the opposition. We, that's why we played Vegas against the Maple Leafs in that same situation a couple days ago. Um, you know, long West Coast road trip. You go home that first game. Sometimes you it gets bet out a lot. So yeah, Pelicans four and a half, two thirty nine. Uh, total is not really surprising based on what we saw yesterday or what we saw like market wise. Um, I don't know what I would do in that game just because I feel like that's it's either appropriate or like I, I might be would still like the Pacers actually in the game. Like I just at, at that number um, Pacers by margin is always a tough ask. That's why we waited for it to get down to like four or less to to play that game last night. But like a dog to keep the game close. That's a, that might be a situation where I actually, I might be interested in it. Maybe there's this like the home and home revenge part of it is why people are going to like the Pelicans. But uh, I don't know. Uh, Pacers, uh, they could, they did some things that really frustrated New Orleans yesterday. Yeah, we will. Uh, maybe we'll be mono mono tomorrow. I'll be uh, watching on the beach. No, I won't. I'll be following on my phone probably out at dinner tomorrow night in Florida. Looking forward to it. Um, Just uh, the Knicks-Warriors game tonight. And we'll get back to what we were talking about in the first segment. Only because, like, kind of like same sort of fatigue-ish situation here with the Knicks. Four and a half point home dogs tonight against Golden State, where if Brunson plays, do you have a do you have a thought on this game right now, Knicks Warriors? And then we'll 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 table the rest of the tonight and tomorrow games for now. The uh, I mean, the book on the Warriors this year has been uh, they do a great job beating up on the teams that they're more talented than, and when they face like a top six, top eight team in in the league. Uh, they have like a 20% winning percentage in those games. They beat none of them. Uh, we saw this against Denver the other night. They blew a huge lead to the Clippers a couple weeks ago. Like we've seen these games play out a lot. The problem is like, what are the Knicks in that? They're like right in the middle. They're like not, they're not in one of those tiers. That makes it probably pretty tough. Um, yeah, I mean, you compare the close the other night, no Brunson Pelicans ended up like six and a half, six, like at close in that game, got up a little more than that. If he's going to play and you're going to plug the Warriors in and it's going to be five in a couple places, that definitely feels like a few too many. Um, but yeah, that's that's I a agree. little tough. The, the book on the Warriors is like, I, you know, like it, it does, just doesn't really apply to this game. I'm not quite sure. And you know what? For the funny thing about this game, too, there is this dynamic. And uh, I think this was true with Zion the other night, too, just like. You know, the best player on the other team just really, really likes playing in that building a lot. And it happens every game. And it doesn't doesn't mean like, well, you have to bet on them to play well. But the idea that like Curry's sleepwalking through this game is crazy. Like he played at the Garden in college a couple times too. Like, I mean, just he has some outstanding. And, and he went scoreless in the first yeah. half in their last game, the game against yes. Washington, right? So he's literally coming off yeah. like a dud performance where he scored. I, had, I don't remember how many points he scored in the second half. He... I don't remember what he finished with, but I, yeah, that story of like he did not play well in the first half. They ended up pulling away because Washington's like a G League team at this point. And, They're and dying. Clay had the a huge season. game. Yeah. Clay had a huge game. They didn't right. need him to like have to score a lot of points to cover the spread right. that game to win so by that, So that I have that game circled as just like, I mean, I can't wait to watch that. And I feel like we'll maybe we'll learn a little bit on that game. But from like, oh man, I'm dying to bet that game. That's, uh, I think that's a tough one just because the, you know, the Warriors, like, I feel like I have them figured out in certain situations. Just this isn't one of them. Yeah, just like, was this enough rest for like these Knicks guys who are all playing like 40 plus minutes a night? It's really, 
it's a really your, it's a, vacation. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really it's a really interesting handicap, right? With the Knicks and the Warriors coming up tonight. All right. Um let's talk more, Ken, about what we were saying going into break. And um Jake plays coming back from break, the Halliburton assist to Obi Toppin that helps put the game away last night for the Indiana Pacers and for us uh, to be able to win a bet. And that was kind of a strategy that you've been employing this week, right? That led us to uh, I wasn't gonna bet Indiana yesterday. I liked Dallas with you like earlier in the day, but I was not gonna bet the Pacers and I really liked the methodology behind it. Um, yeah, like, like speak a little bit more to this, to this, to the strategy that you've been employing this week that's been pretty successful thus far. Yeah, just in college, uh, it's I feel like it's more pronounced. Like in the NBA, there's so many injuries. Like that tends to be what causes the market to move. In college, you've we've gotten these like two, three, four, four and a half point moves on games where there's like not a lot going on in the game. And uh, just this really, really concentrated interest on one side has just been really interesting this week. Now, look. We are talking about the smallest sample on earth. This isn't, uh, you know, are you going to take this and you got to bet every sport this way for the rest of your life? No, but I think this is something we can continue to follow in the, especially in that sport going forward. Um, there are a couple of games tonight where you already, I already look and I go like, what, what is going on? And, and then you kind of work through it and you go like, all right, who's the team getting betting against? Why would people maybe, oh, because of that last game that they played or this streak that they're on or whatever, um, you know, like everyone thinks Michigan's the biggest dumpster in the world right now, and they're getting bet against hard at Rutgers, open five, five and a half. Now it's seven and a half. Something like that would be like an, where it's okay. Like, you know, we and in each game, like it is important. Okay, like are are there injury considerations? Usually with a team like Michigan, the answer to that's yes. But like, you know, like it's not, it's usually not the best player. It's usually not something like that. And there are usually these games where you just go, you know, Tennessee, Auburn. Like, what, what is, What's going on in this game? Like, why is this Maryland Northwestern was the real crazy one to me. And usually you can tie it to the team that's getting betting on is uh, maybe they play really, really well at home this year or uh, the team they're facing bad home road splits, bad recently, terrible previous game, something like that. And just for whatever reason, like the, you know, the, the money and interest comes in on one side, we wait and play the opposite side. It's been pretty good. And in the NBA, I actually want to, we did. This is what we did with Indiana last night. I think I figured this out a little bit better, though. So I like pitched something yesterday or a couple of days ago, like how, like what are we looking for? And I actually think an even better way to play this is to play the, the uh, same methodology with the team we're looking for and to play them in the first half. And this goes back to something that like uh, Andrew Williams, our brand manager, we were in Vegas. I was like talking about this for like twenty minutes. I go, you know, a couple podcasts I listen to have adopted this saying with the nba that uh it's a third quarter league that's like always that's like what the what a couple of these podcasts say and like the more i thought about it i go like well i agree with that and it's really smart to say that also when you watch these games it's absolute like that's correct like that that is what it is and like whoever wins the third quarter wins the game is like usually a really good way to think about it unless there's like a crazy lead one way or another um and okay so if we have these teams that are like they have guys out with injuries and they're in a bad fatigue spot the market finds them undesirable and the market's moving against them a lot uh they can probably first of all you're going a big number bigger than you would have gotten before and they can probably hold it together for the first half because if you're the other team like you're going to sleepwalk through that part of the game a lot of the time and then in the third quarter you're going to be like okay, fine. Like think about Pelicans Knicks the other night, right? Where it's like the Knicks, like they can hold it together for a little bit. And then when it's winning time, the Pelicans, okay, fine. Like we'll go win the game by 15. Cause now we have to put our foot down a little bit. Um, I think about 
Heat Kings or Heat Blazers rather a couple nights ago, where the Heat finally get all these guys back. You get a huge number on the Blazers. Again, for the first half, you were able to keep it together a little bit. And then it's a third quarter league. So what ends up happening, the, the Heat end up pulling away. So in the NBA, when we find these, like if there are a couple that materialize tonight, um, may just start playing first halves on them instead of instead of full game before like the motivation to like go get the game actually kicks in. So do you have anything that you're eyeing yet in the NBA or we're like we're waiting for like a spot to develop? We're just, I think we're just way too early. Yeah, like people who have listened to the show the last few days, this is like a 620 conversation usually as opposed to a 320 conversation just because we need all the information to become available. We need uh, we need to know if any of the markets are going to behave in a really unpredictable way or a, not an unpredictable way, but like a, a significant way where the numbers are going to get bet a lot and the prices are going to change a lot. If it's a stale number and it's the same market we've been dealing with all day, then uh, it's probably not going to be something we're really interested in. You better, you bet with Nick and Ken talking about last night in the NBA college hoops. Nothing really to say in the national hockey. Like I hope people did bet that the two team favorite money line parlay. Connor, you were really up against it for a while. <laughs> That's a big, then, big time. Yeah, right. And then, uh, and then Connor McDavid, who said like this week that he was never going to shoot the puck again, uh, ends up scoring right. the goal in overtime to uh, well, I to changed my that, mind right. to guess yeah. that bet. Um, just like I, I love that. And I hope we get a couple spots like that to play tonight. I've been in college basketball. I've had like I probably have gotten lucky, honestly, in like a, in a lot of these in a lot of these wins because it's been really successful over the last week. It's really been like when I look at the board every day, I'm looking for the teams that like I know their story for a lot of this. Sure, it, like like that but, actually makes like perfect sense team, to me. It really does. The, yeah. And I in, in the and I do this in the NBA and the NHL also. Like in the NHL, there are some teams that I feel like I don't have a good read on, haven't like paid a lot of attention to all season for whatever the reason. And I kind of like pass pass over those games. And when I reach like a team that I feel like I know kind of what their story is, like what have they done the last couple of weeks? Kind of like what happened in the last couple of games? Like what's the mood around the team? What's the market in that game? Like those are the games that that I've been gravitating towards. Like uh, you know, I'll talk about some of the Saturday games I like. It's games that I bet on recent teams I bet on recently, like ten- Tennessee, Bama, Marquette, Creighton. Oh baby, oh baby, that's I just love it. It's been great. I love this stuff, man. So it's awesome. a game two days away, and so well. Here's my question. So I, I, when I used to bet college basketball when I worked at ESPN, and I just would watch every game. Like that's that's how I would do it. And I actually, I remember always thinking back, being like, yeah, I feel like I won a lot when I when I knew everything. When I knew, when I watched everything, and I knew everything, and I did know about bet, like I always had an awareness of betting markets. I didn't win every bet. I didn't even come close. But like I actually would have some success, and I would always track it to like, just especially co- college basketball is different than the other sports. They're just it feels like feels like dangerous, but I think it works here. Uh, feels like there's always just these arcs. It's eighteen year olds. The idea that you're getting a consistent effort night to night is not rational. It's just illogical to think that these guys are going to play the same. These kids are going to play the same way. Like, remember with our friend in Vegas, what does he yell at the screen? They're, they're just, just kids. Kids, but like, there's they're always like the uh, like the gap, right? It's like they're yes. just kids. <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny, but it is funny. It Shout is, out to them. It's, yeah, it's just really funny. And and every room he would say it in and people would laugh, people that didn't know him. He'd be like, they're just kids. Be like, ha, 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 ha. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and there'd always, and, and there'd always be like one homicidal lunatic in the corner, like yes. about to lose his shirt, being like, I yes. don't care if they're kids. Right, exactly. And then TCU made a three against Gonzaga, and then we just started jumping around celebrating. So it just, it was, uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that it was, was just, that's one, just the way it was. Yeah. <laughs> ah, ah. Yeah, that was good. That was pretty good. Just the moment the, the ball's rolling up the court, and you're just like, what? Wait. Uh, uh, oh, he, he's going to shoot. 
That was really good. One, really man. No that idea. was really good. That really was really no good. Idea. We've had um, some good Vegas moments, man. We've had oh, a lot, yeah. actually, like a good amount of them, right? For a small number of trips. For a small number of trips. Like we haven't together, like doing the show. What have we been there? Four times? Five times? Four or five, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So like uh two Septembers. Two Septembers or three Septembers? I think it's three. Ugh. Is that depressing? I don't even know. I was about to say it's <laughs> yes. depressing. Uh, yes. What, yes, it is. Yeah. Chiefs Chargers week two. That was last year. No, then it's two. Then it's two. Then it's two. Okay, then it's two. Two, 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 uh, two Septembers, a March, and a February? National Harbor. Yes, it was five. National Harbor. Man, we yeah, we haven't been together that often to do shows, and every time we do something really awesome happens to us from a betting standpoint that's pretty that's pretty remarkable honestly i i can think of a lot of vegas trips where i went and i did not come back feeling that way <laughs> i came back <laughs> feeling quite quite the opposite actually in terms of uh in terms of how it played out i i went there for the uh steelers broncos playoff game and had steelers money line when tim tebow threw the touchdown <sighs> in overtime and then flew back that night <laughs> oh <laughs> so, god see ya a long flight home for Ken Barkley. And our, uh, and just, our yeah. Vegas MVP, Ken, is Joe Flacco, who did it for oh, the Jets yeah. against the Browns week two, 2022, yep. and then did it for the Browns Thursday night Super Bowl week at NFL yep. Honors. Absolutely Crazy. love it. All right. Uh, on the other side, I don't remember where, where were we going. Oh, college basketball, watching the games. Yeah, we'll sure. talk more about that coming up next. How about this kid with the rim? Punched out by Igadaro to Ross. That is vintage Marquette. That is their game. I don't think many clubs do it better. The slap out and then the step in by the southpaw. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. FS1 courtesy of the call last night. Marquette, a wagon. I feel bad for Raftery last night, like, Bill's, Bill's obviously getting up there in age, and I still think he's got his fastball in terms of calling yeah. games. Like, you heard that highlight. He's excellent. They had, uh, and my wife was actually, like, I don't know, she was, like, sitting on the couch with me. We were watching some of the stuff at the end of, like, the first wave of games. I think I even told Ken. I was explaining to her what was going on at the end of the Tennessee-Auburn game from a spread perspective. And I flipped over to this game, and Marquette was, like, was putting the finishing touches on the win against uh, went to Providence. And they go to the post game. and Raftery standing there with Shaka Smart, like, about to interview Shaka Smart, and about no BS, like 10 seconds passes, and Raftery's just kind of standing there, and he asks a couple times, like, are we live? And I'm pretty sure they're, like, saying, like, yes, like, we are live, and, like, he doesn't, right. yes, doesn't know Bill. what's going on. Go, <laughs> go, he, go. He's, he's, <laughs> so he starts the interview, whatever, and the interview's fine. And uh, I go to my wife, like, that was, like, this guy's a legend, but, like, that's really bad. And she's like, it wasn't that long. Wasn't that long that like they were waiting? I go, no, you don't understand. So, like, even like two seconds is like two yes. seconds too long in a spot like that. Are but anyway. we live when that Are question is asked? Like... Yeah, so right, that's always a telltale sign. Are we live? So, look. Yeah, we're live coast to coast, Bill. Yeah, so. <laughs> so look, like he's he's still great. I'm not yeah. trying to like poke fun. It was just like a funny Could moment last night. Um, so Marquette man. Love betting on this team, kind of like the the NBA, like the like the college basketball version right now. My Milwaukee Bucks, absolutely sure. loving it. Game coming up on Saturday, on the road at Creighton. Would like Tyler Kolick to play in that game. An oblique injury at the end of this game. We'll see about his status. It looks like he'll be okay for the game against Creighton coming up on uh, on Saturday. But Ken, uh, we went into the break talking about. You were saying 
when you used to work at ESPN, you felt like you had success betting college hoops. You were watching every game, and then we got sidetracked into like a like great <laughs> Vegas moments we've had, yeah. which is always fun to talk about. So please, yeah. uh, please finish your thought. No, yeah, it was just uh, I was talking to. I went out to lunch with a friend of mine today, and I was explaining to him. And I don't know when this happened. I really don't. Uh, last year, last two years, whatever. I just go, uh, yeah, like I, I think I have an area of expertise and I don't think it's night to night betting. Like, I think it's just, look, I have a bunch of stuff. I think, I think I'm really good at, and I at least think that I'm better at it than other stuff, even if I'm not that good at it. So like all the season long stuff, I like put a lot of effort into this, but night to night betting, I feel like I kind of drift now. I like, I, I, yeah, all right. Like, how do I want to handicap these games? Well, I kind of want to do this. Nah, now I kind of want to do this other thing. Well, now I kind of want to do this other thing. And maybe some of it's like I'm spending too much time on the season-long stuff and I don't have time to do what I did with college basketball the, those years ago that we're talking about. But, uh, you have two kids just this... also, to be fair. Like, you have a family. Like, so yeah, I do. Like, I do have two know, kids. It's not like you have like, to, like, all day to like, sit around and do this, though, yeah. to be fair. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Son woke me up uh, 6.15 this morning. Just a little tap on the shoulder. So, yeah, that's where we're, we were off and running at that point. The first cup of coffee was ingested immediately. Uh, yeah, So, but just this, uh, this concept, I've I've become like hyper-focused on this idea of just like games where the market is behaving and in like an unorthodox way. And I think those are like, those are just really fun. And whether, whether this ends up yielding like a ton of really good bets or just a really ton of interesting discussion night to night, um, I'll probably end up sticking this one out for like the, at least the rest of this regular season for both sports, just cause uh, there's too much interesting stuff going on. I'm too, I'm too like fascinated by it. And in each sport, I feel like you're going to come to a different conclusion, right? Like when you, when you see this in baseball, it might mean blank. Not that they're like as a defined winner and loser, just how to like, how to like analyze it. What's what's happening when it happens in college basketball, where you have like Ken Palm and Torvik and these like hardcore projections that are really smart. We don't have those in NBA. We don't have those in other sports and the market still moves away. That's going to be a little different. NBA almost certainly going to be driven by injuries and fatigue. Uh, NFL, like injuries, weather, like quarterback changes, like things that I think people are pretty well aware of. So in each sport, it's probably, it may not be in something different. In each sport, it's like, well, an unorthodox market might mean something different in terms of how you want to play it. But uh, in college basketball, man, it seems like you just want, man, if, if, if the line is moving, it seems like home teams, especially if the line's moving hard towards a home team away from projections. Uh, if you've been betting those this week, like you got great closing line value and you're broke. I mean, I just, yep. I don't know what to tell you. It's like, it's been, it's been a tough go and maybe next week's better. And maybe the month after that's better. And maybe next season's better, but it at least means like, it's something we're following. I think like what's, what is going on in some of these games with some of this market movement. And we got a couple of games like that to fit that description. And then with NBA, I think it is a little different because it's almost always going to be injuries. There will be less players playing in the game that are good. So that's different than the college games. Right. And so maybe it needs to be treated differently. Like maybe the team can hang for a half or hang for a quarter, but maybe they can't hang in a third quarter league. Maybe it's way different. So, yeah, again, like just like with anything, when we do awards, when we do who's going to win the title, in each sport it's different. It's not. It's not like well, in, in the NBA, it's who the quality of your best player is, and that's true in hockey. Like, no, it isn't. It's not true at all in hockey. Connor McDavid's probably not going to win the Stanley Cup this year. At least I don't think so. Um, so just in each sport, it might end up being a little different. And I, it's where like there's just not enough hours in the day where I feel oh, like if yeah. I was able to spend the time on like hockey. That I'm, I, I candidly, like, I'm not enjoying hockey as much now as I am college hoops. Just not as locked in. I'm just not. Yeah, not as locked fun. in. Yeah. It's, it is less fun, right? I, I actually, yeah. I, I think college basketball is, with a bullet, is my favorite thing right now. 
NBA would be second for me at this moment right now. Yeah, I love the NBA. I just like watching the games. Like I don't I don't even bet a lot of the games. I watch every game. I like I think the quality of the NBA product is despite all the the crap that it gets when stars sit, when people play, it's electric. It's really good. Oh, it's the best. Oh, there's no, yeah. there's there's no question. But look, this comes from like you can say that and then I can say this that I would rather watch like the worst Thursday night football game than like anything else in the entire world. Right. Like we just, you like what you like, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, you like, yeah, totally, you like totally what you agree. like. Uh, what um, I was going to say with uh with just the what you were talking about with college hoops and what I was talking about with like well watching the games it, it's I don't want to measure it in terms of winning and losing like well did you win more when you watched a lot no but like I had more fun like I was more into it I had more fun figuring out what to bet when I knew more um there's always been a part of me that just like and I we I was going to ask you in the last segment if you wanted to do this neither of us are going to end up doing this but there's like a part of me that thinks like the summer shows would be really fun if we if we like did that with baseball like if we cared i'm, I'm, I'm and down I, and when yeah, we're on the show together like, and, and look like and that's we the time that we it. take time off that's the time yeah. that we that that's when we take time off because because yeah. we work like dogs during football season which is that's part of the it's not a complaint right, work six so, days but a week. like but yeah. but, I'll, but i'll tell you what like this is my sincere promise is that the days when we are on the air together like how about this even the days that i'm off from the show I will at least follow what's going on in the sport. So I have, because for me, I, 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 I like to, to have like, yeah. I, I like to have like a, but it's like, I feel like we're different, right? Just like I'm different from the guy that lives next door to me. You're different from, from Jenks or whoever, people on our network. I need to have like the running narrative of what's happening on a day in, day out basis. Like that's how I feel like I really know what I'm talking about. And I feel like, not that my bets are gonna win, but I'll, I'll place them with confidence. Like I feel like I've got that right now in college hoops. I'm not saying I'm gonna win every bet, not at all. But that's what I need to do. And if I do that for baseball season, so on a Saturday, if I'm not working, it's okay. Like on Sunday morning while I'm like having my coffee, I'll like read about all the games that happened the night before. And then I yeah. build that running storyline in my head. I can definitely do that. And I think it'll make the summer shows really good. I agree with you. I'm, I am down to do it. I think, and I'm sure the people that have listened to our show have noticed this. Look, every time football ends, the show becomes something different. If you watch the show during football season, you saw like oh, there's a lot of really good content. But look, we're on all the time. We're on six days a week, and we're talking about the games all the time. And those games go away, right? Super Bowl is the last game, and so the show is always going to become something different. But I feel like, especially this year, for the three weeks, two weeks that we've been, two weeks, two full weeks that we've been doing this, it's like there. You and I are both following the plot way more than we did the last couple of years on all of these sports. Where like a lot of time, like like you know, if any job you work. If you have a busy season and an off season, when the busy season ends, I doubt the next two weeks you're like, can't wait to plug into everything and something else that's going. No, you'd be like, I want to go. I want to take a vacation. I want to take some time off. I want to like decompress. And, you know, you and I have just like chosen to do that by plugging into the winter sports a little bit more and like being fun, on that track. Right? It's great. Yeah. It's awesome. So let's let, let's have this be encouraging to uh to like during baseball because i i i'm with you on this and i think if we both follow the plot of baseball season then i think look i mean like we're doing an opening hour every day and i think it's actually been pretty good on just like games here's some games from last night here's some games tonight here's like a market that's moving like this like this is the day-to-day -day stuff that's so interesting right for people to bet and like betting so much that you don't get honestly in a lot of places um because there aren't a lot of four-hour shows that are on during the afternoon uh we're we're kind of probably the only one of those so it just uh yeah, like baseball, like let's, we always try and we always say we're going to try. Maybe this can be different because it's not some made up segment. It's not some like four show content. It's actually like, no, like you actually have to care. Like you have to care. And, uh, and I do too.
So I, yeah, not a gimmick, as Jake writes in the chat. Jake's whole Jake's whole life is what we're describing, following baseball this closely and being in touch with what's going on. And I at least even like talk because we could do like June eighth, we could do an hour on like hey the games like, that night. Or like what's coming up that <clears throat> afternoon. Like, hey, you see like the market and the Angels game is going crazy. Well, the lineup just came out and this like that's that's a tool in the toolbox now. So yeah, I think we're I think we're onto something a little here. And the I'll speak the last couple of weeks has been I don't think we ever planned for it to be like this, but it's been pretty fun. I I don't think the show has like had any right to be like as good as it's been the last couple of weeks, and that should be the standard. Yeah. It's been it's been it's yeah. been really great. And uh, the other where I'll take this also is um, something that I am a new uh, personally something that I want to do better during this football season. I get like so wrapped up in the NFL every year, and it's the thing because like I mean it's a it's a beast, obviously. I want to make sure that I am in on the plots of everything else that's going on while football season's going on also. Okay. And we can figure out a way to like structure the shows, maybe like make that a little easier. Like I, I don't, my problem is like, I love, I would love to watch college football is tough given like what our yeah. schedule is. Yeah. Like, We're only off on it's, Saturdays. It's tough. Yeah. It's you, tough. You're going to, you're going to have a, a young child. I totally get it. Um, it's, it's been tough for me the last couple of years too, but, uh, Everything else, like NBA, like I'm in from game one. I bet awards before the season started. <laughs> like in October, I'm betting awards and win total. So I'm with you on that stuff. Yeah, like I, I think uh, I think we're on to something. Not that this is something we never did or something we never, like we only did a little bit. But just like, uh, you know, I think we were maybe on to something a little bit here. Just uh, structure framework wise. I think, uh, you know, you're a better out there. I think you like hearing about markets that are interesting that night, stuff that was interesting the night before, just a smorgasbord of that. Uh, I don't think is something that you get very often. Bets in sports. Something like that. Bets in sports. Also, who, also who's betting Rutgers? Because it's about to go to eight. Like, I don't understand, but I don't know. All right, so we're going we're gonna to bet Michigan at the death? Go blue. The guy I had lunch with today, huge Michigan fan. He had a he had one of the sweatshirts from the title game. Michigan beat everybody as opposed to Michigan versus everybody. I actually thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> I, I can't believe how bad, like how far they've fallen so quickly. Yeah. The Michigan basketball team. All right. Hour one done. Hour two for you coming up on the other side. Uh, yeah, we're going to do more of this and it's going to be awesome. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.